0: welcome to the smb community podcast with hosts amy Babinchek, james kernan and carl Policek. produced by kernan consulting and for the international msp community we are dedicated to making every it professional a successful it professional all right welcome back to the smb community podcast this is james kernan With Kern and Consulting live with two of my biggest and bestest friends of all time in the channel, Carl Palacek and Amy Babinchek. Hey, welcome back.
1: So when I was a kid, the the TV used to say that this program was recorded live.
2: (laughs) That's exactly what we're doing today. We are recording live.
1: Recording
0: live. It's we're not really live, but (laughs) live when we recorded this. So well, good, so good to get the gang back together. So uh, we've got uh, a few things on the agenda for today, but let me start with Amy. Uh, Amy, what have you been up to?
2: Well, you know, I've been missing for a little bit because I I spent time on my boat over in the Canadian part of Lake Huron, which is pretty wildernessy and hard to get an internet access. I would get, you know, a bar, which looks more like a dot of 5G, and then the boat would swing around and it may may go to two or it may disappear. And that would, you know, so it was OK for um, it's it's enough Internet to do, you know, email and things that are asynchronous. But it is not good enough for having a conversation like this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, good. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. And for the listening audience, you've got to share. You have the coolest out of office uh automated message I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen some really good ones, but uh, you want to share that with everybody, what you said?
2: Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling a little on the spot here because I should know if I'm like super cool, but I think I just said something like gone sailing, be back in, that's, be back in a month, right? Yeah, that, that's,
0: that's exactly it. And if And if you know Amy, it's hilarious because that's all it said hey, gone sailing, explanation point, I'll be back in a month. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: That that works perfectly. You know, I'm all about being your brand, right? And uh, nobody who emails Amy, if you know her, then it fits and you understand it and you get it and it's all good. And if you don't know her, you're just a stranger and it doesn't really matter.
2: <laughs> right. Anybody who knows me was not surprised by the message, nor did they need further explanation. Like, Everything is handled in the business. There's nothing to worry about. I'll see you later.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> An in control smart business owner. Good for you. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. I gave up right. out of office
1: memos uh, many years ago. I was like, look, you know, I'll get back to you when I get back to you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you know,
2: the out of office messages I hate are the ones that are five paragraphs long.
1: Right. Here are the instructions Hi. for reading my yeah. email while I'm gone.
2: Yeah, right. It, this Your message is so important to me. And I just want to, you to know all of these things while, while I'm away. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah,
0: you take I a nap say, in, the, in the middle of that.
2: No kidding. I also say that um, I got an email yesterday. It was a two sentence email, which is all it needed to be. But then it had three paragraphs of disclaimer, <laughs> liability this liability thing I know, there was like a whole three sections Forward
1: like, this. Yeah.
2: yeah someone has been taking the advice of their lawyer too much to heart <laughs> yeah,
1: this is why there no. are gargantuan six foot signs at the swimming pool that nobody reads with like oh if you enter here you might die and whatever else. But like, okay I'm just going to get yeah. the pool
0: you know yeah right <laughs> That might be an interesting topic to talk about here in a moment, but uh, I'll just call it email etiquette. You know, yeah. do you write short emails, long emails, uh, all caps, you know, lowercase, special fonts? You know, what 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 do you think uh, email etiquette is on some of those things? What are your What are your rules of thumb? We could we right? could do an hour on that.
2: Yeah, yeah. sure.
0: <laughs> sure. We'll, we'll teach a we'll teach a class a, a five part class. <laughs> I think I really have content on that for you, Carl. $399. So, yeah. No, there's a, a lot to that for sure. Well, um, so here's the question of the week that we had. It was, um, do you attend social events with your customers? So do you attend social events, networking events with your customers? What? How do you guys feel about that? We did very often because sometimes we would have an open house
1: uh, especially uh, you know with a certain group of you know clients who are, have been with us a long time. but we also had clients who had open houses. Uh, we had one mm-hmm. client actually we had one client that barbecued every Friday so uh, when people wanted would fight over doing monthly maintenance on the farm because they knew that the owner was going to be out there barbecuing. Uh, and then we had another client that was a doctor that um, every Friday he had some medical rep, Buy lunch for his entire office, <laughs> so everybody <laughs> wanted to be on in his office on a Friday for monthly maintenance. Um, but we also met a lot of clients at social events, some of which we sponsored. Um, mm-hmm. You know, networking is a great way to meet people and get new clients. Well, but that means when you go back to networking, uh, you're going back with a different relationship because one of those people is now your client. So. For us, we did uh, socialize a fair amount with our clients.
0: Yep. How about you, Amy?
2: Yep, same. We, um, I I actually just bought 10 tickets to the Tigers game. That, um, so we'll be going with some clients to the Tigers game and some of my employees. So mix of each. And, um, but yeah, I actually, um, this last year, like formalized our networking or groups. So we, you know, meet up at a, at a local pub and I just move around to a different one every month. So um, breaking, break sort of breaking all the rules of networking groups by not having a consistent, <laughs> consistent place and time and all that stuff. But we just move around because, and I want clients to come as well as prospects to come. So invite both. And no, they're not big, they're 10 people or so. But yeah, it's a social time. And you develop a different close relationship with clients when you do a little bit of socializing with them. And I think the lunches are great, Carl, like, um, when I was in the position of, you know, being, being a tech and visiting clients for that type of work. And if they were, you know, having a birthday party or something, I'd be like, be like, well, why didn't you invite me to that birthday party? I really like cake. like, And so, you know, then you start to get those invitations and then you're, you know, you are part of their company, which is where you want to land, right? You want right. to get out of the vendor box and into the, oh, these people are part of us, right? They're always birthday parties.
1: Yeah. yeah, I've actually attended a couple of funerals for people who are, you know, clients, uh, you know, staff. Uh, and, you know, there's... There is something in, I've always believed in celebrating anniversaries. So when clients have a five or a 10 or 15 year anniversary, we would do something. And, you know, to stand up there and say, look, we've seen people get married and we've seen people die. You know, we've been together for 10 years because people do business with people, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it's huge.
2: Yeah. We always send sympathy cards. So if we hear like somebody's, an employee's parent died or, you know. Or whatever the situation is, not even just the owner, but just somebody who works there. We we send a card, you know, at minimum. You know, if if it's a um, uh, you know if it's a an owner's parent or you know something like that, we will send flowers or a plant, you know, to the uh, you know to the service. So. But same thing too, weddings, right? We'll send card. We send a lot of greeting cards out just for any time we hear of anything. And all, and all my staff knows that too. So they will they will uh, let us know, right? You'll see a little Teams message come through to, to Missy, our office ninja. And, you know, hey, so-and-so is getting married or so-and-so is, you know, having a baby or, you know, somebody, somebody died or, you know, whatever it is. And then she takes the appropriate appropriate
0: action yeah that's that's awesome i love what carl said people do business with people i i say that all the time yeah. and you want a, a professional relationship but you you do want to get to know the persons that you do business with to me that's really where the rubber meets the road and i love those handwritten notes um, you, a lot of people you can do that on social media and say happy birthday and there's all the social media reminders i think that's important too but kind of back on the event idea. I love that. So I was always a yes, yes, yes. I attended uh, social events with our customers. And and actually one of the core values was uh, in my old IT business before I sold it was, you know, giving back to the community. And I would always tell my customers and my prospects that, hey, we hold monthly networking events for you. So we would have it over at a pub, the Carl Strauss Brewery in San Diego. So fun venue. I said, hey, we've got free appetizers. I'll buy the first round. Just come over to you know, meet and network. And I want to introduce you to people that maybe want to do business with you. So it's almost more of like a leads networking group where I'm there mm-hmm. trying to make meaningful introductions and help find the business. And if they see me serving them, they'll meet them. Be more inclined to uh, you know to reciprocate and and to give back and 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 buy more stuff from us. So that worked really, really well.
2: yeah, I'll tell you what every networking event we've had, but as I mentioned, they're small, we end up with a new client
0: <laughs>
2: every time. and you know, and I think it I think it's that Same thing that has always worked. I think I've mentioned here before, you know, we did training events and we would invite our clients and we'd invite our prospects, right? Come and learn about X, right? And um, same thing at these networking events. There's a mix of, you know, a couple of our clients show up, a couple of prospects show up um, with the idea that it's a networking group, right? The potential clients are showing up because they might meet somebody, but it turns out, you know, they're also meeting us and our clients um, I just I have a meeting at the end of the month scheduled for a, uh, a law firm a 30 person law firm um, she showed up just to network their patent attorneys and then uh, you know she went to two of our events and at the second one I looked over and she was having a long conversation with one of our clients who's in manufacturing and then the next day I got a message saying that she wants to talk to us about Signing on to be their IT firm. That's
1: awesome. Uh, and you know, <laughs> your your clients, somebody's saying, So what is it like to work with Amy? And they say, Oh, well, we love her, blah, 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 blah. Right. right. There and, is no better. Yeah. Okay. So what's funny is that uh, without scripting anything, you know, the, the clients who show up are going to be the ones who love you the most. So yeah. when prospects yeah. talk to them, of course they're going to gush about you.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I love the point, Amy, you used the keyword small. You don't have to have big events to make them successful. I liked them more the smaller, the better, the more intimate. And mm-hmm. you know, case in point, you kept them small and you'd got a, a client every single time. So here was the here is my favorite part of the the networking things that I used to put together. Very quickly, if I'm buying appetizers and buying a few rounds, you know, or at least a round for people that showed up. You know, it went from five people, 10 people, you know, 20 people. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh boy, it's getting expensive really quick. I would, I was, I started inviting a strategic partner, you know, a distributor or a manufacturer rep, you know, so the mi- local Microsoft rep or the local HP rep or the local peer storage rep, somebody would come along and they were the ones with the expense credit card available. So they were the sponsor And, uh, I would highlight them by just saying, thank you to these guys. They're, you know, they paid for everything and, uh, that, that worked out really well and was a real inexpensive marketing event. So,
2: yeah, I would say if you hold it in the same place, every time it will grow like that. Yeah. Um, I specifically don't because, um, because I wanted it to be a client activity, right. And the clients are not going to go very far to attend an event, right? They're gonna swing by after work, right? We hold it right after work. It's like 4.30 to six, right? We just say it's a short amount of time, it's right after work, swing by, I'll buy you the first round. And and they do, right? A few of them always do. And so, um, you know, it's just an opportunity for us to, to network with them. And that's why we moved it around because we have clients all over the metro area.
1: I love yeah. the meetup.com, you know, because there's about 12 happy hour meetups, right? In fact, when I go to <laughs> Irvine, when I go to Southern California, I've got a friend who started the Orange County happy hour meetup. And so uh, it, like it was in town when I was there a few weeks ago and I went to it, right? Even though those people are not my prospects or whatever, I'm still meeting people. Um, but meetup.com might be a way to organize this if you, uh, if you don't want to just send emails to a handful of clients. Yeah, but then you're going to get strangers walking in,
0: so you have to be careful. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, I like the impromptu point that Amy brought up. We, for consistency' sake, because we were trying to grow the the number of attendees, we kept it, you know, same, you know, like the first Thursday every month at five o'clock. So we would we would do that monthly. So hey, we've got another topic that I wanted to make sure we chatted about was the failing accuracy of ChatGPT. Have you guys, uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? I think this is uh, interesting and I, I wouldn't
1: say necessarily predictable, but yeah. uh, it's it reminds me of the evolution of Wikipedia, right? Wikipedia came out as, okay, here's this idea, followed by a bunch of people put a bunch of information in, followed by, hey, wait, this has gone off the rails and it's all run by Nazis, followed by... Uh, you know, people saying, "Okay, let's let's figure out what the the guardrails are and what's allowed and what's not allowed and how we manage it and how it grows and da 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 da." And uh, so, this is a similar thing. Like chat GPT sort of, it's reacting to the humans who are putting information into it. Right? right. Uh, when when you get a, enough of the similar prompts, you begin to think, "Oh, that's important to these people." It's almost like a reticular activating system for AI. Uh, It is paying attention to whatever you tell it is important to you. Um, And so now we need to figure out what the guardrails are and and take it to the next level.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, because we have terrible people in the world (laughs) whose goal in life is to, you know, write ransomware or whatever. Mm -hmm. And their new thing is to just fill chat GPT with bogus information. And, you know, that sucks. And they, they'll, they'll, they'll have to develop ways to figure it out, like Carl said, and I'm confident that they will. But the other problem, and I read an article on this recently, I'll try to, if I remember where it is, I'll, I'll get it so we can put a link up for it. But um, it was about the problem of decreasing humanness. So mm-hmm. the initial information into the chat GPT uh, was all human generated content. Well, that works great for phase one. And then it goes out to ingest it again. And there's a lot of content that has been generated by the AI itself now. And so it goes out to re ingest, it ingests more of its own content. Right. And over time, more of its own content, more of its own content until pretty soon it's this, you know, it only exists itself. Right. And so. That is a, that's, I think, even a more difficult problem that they're going to have to grapple with is how do they, how do they make sure that they're ingesting original content?
1: Well, and part of it, yeah. they don't know why it's going sideways, but uh, its ability to predict or, or to identify random numbers has gone from like 98% to 3%, which is ridiculous. Uh, and wow. its ability to accurately convert from one kind of coding, such as Java, to another kind of coding, such as Python uh, is also diminishing and so the people who are running it are like we're not sure why this is happening but um, you know it's uh, it's kind of I guess the natural drift of something that you just let go on its own
2: well I think we have to remember too that although we're calling this AI, it's not actually it's large language model yeah. so it's essentially predictive text. Right, you know, when you're typing along and then it shows you the next word that you might it thinks you might want to type. That's sort of what AI is doing. Like you ask it a question, so it predicts what what the answer that you're expecting. Right. Yeah. It provides the information. So, in um, on one sense, it's you know like the absolutely masterful autocorrect. <laughs> one of my favorite right.
1: sites of all time is damn you autocorrect oh yeah it would be like wait a minute like I never use that word why are you
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh one of my long frustrations as an iPhone owner is that is is that their autocorrect has never gotten any better in the last 15 years uh...
0: That's that's good yeah well it's certainly crazy when when I think of this topic what pops in my head do you guys remember the the, the little meme floating around social media with a picture of Abraham Lincoln. And it says, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Yeah. Abraham yeah, Like 70% of information on the internet is made up, right? Yeah. So that's it right there. But uh, cool. Well, Hey, we're going to run out of time. I just wanted to uh, ask before we adjourn, uh, what's coming up? What are you guys up to in the next uh, month or two?
1: Well, I actually am off the road, so as this airs, I have just come back from exchange, and now until my daughter has a baby, I'm not going anywhere. So whether the baby's early or late, I am not leaving Sacramento until uh, I have uh, kissed my uh, grandchild on the forehead. So
0: that's just the way it Very cool. Goes. Love that. Love <laughs> that. How, how about you, Amy?
2: Look forward to seeing that photo, Carl. <laughs> yeah. Um, the well. Uh, September, I it the 18th? Maybe it's the 17th through the 21st. Anyway, I'm gonna be in Atlanta, uh, speaking at um, Quest's Practical365 conference um, on Azure Active Directory, now renamed ENTRA ID. So I have to update my deck. <laughs> nice. And um, yeah, it's, I'm excited about that conference because it has been a long time since I have been to an all tech conference like there's no business at this conference, it is just all geeks geeking out on stuff so (laughs) looking forward to doing that and uh, anybody listening is there, you know, look me up let's let's talk.
0: There you go. That's awesome. Awesome. And then uh, I think the, so I'm home for a while. Just got back from uh, Channel Con, but uh, looking forward to the end of September, September 28th, 29th, we've got the Mastermind Conference in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona at the Talking Stick Resort. So that'll be exciting. So if anybody's interested in that, I've got free VIP passes available, uh, two days of of content. Uh, just message me at james at kernanconsulting.com. Uh, or reach out through social media. I'd love to hear from you and and have you at the conference. But I'm looking forward to that. So, all right. Well, I think that is going to be a wrap for today. Thanks for tuning in on the SMB Community Podcast. Until next time, sayonara.